And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablam. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. They're high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice, for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Zuleika, give us a minute. My associates and I will consider your requests and discuss how best to proceed. Friends. I would prefer that we spend as little time as possible in Devil's Castle. Are we absolutely positive that Zuleika can be trusted? I'm definitely not positive, but we said we were going to help the people, and right now they're the people. Maybe if we help them, we can get all the werewolves off Strahd's team. All of this to get leadership back to Emil. If you were a werewolf, who would you want as your leader? The weakling who you watched get beaten? Or Strahd's puppet who kills your pups? I say we get Zuleika to fight Kirill and lead the pack. And if they have a problem with having a woman in charge, then they're on their own. Zuleika isn't a fighter. She said so herself. Even with our help, I doubt she could beat Kirill. It's not just the werewolves we've got to think about. It's their babies, too. We have to help them. But how can we get into the castle without Strad knowing? He's always watching. I'm confident I can get us in unnoticed. But there is no telling what we will face once we're in there. We are risking much if we go to Ravenloft. It is a big risk, but if we rescue Emil, we can turn the werewolves from Strahd's side to ours. I don't see any other way forward, but if we're going to do this, there can be no halfway. Everyone must be fully committed. Anything else can mean death for us all. So we all must decide for ourselves. I will stay with Zuleika in the morning. What about all of you? I will go. Me too. Me too. You're right, Artemis. I'll go. Fine. Very well. We'll return to the belly of the beast. Let's hope that Zuleika is right. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Strahdcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, they battled the floaters, the stinking, waterlogged remains of Ravenloft Dungeon's many victims. Bringing the house down on their foes, our heroes barely managed to rescue Emil and escape the dungeons through a magical brazier just in the nick of time. Yet though they escaped the collapsing cavern, they are on their way to a destination they know not of. What will await them on the other side? Find out now on the Stradcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. I hope the Amber Temple doesn't have uh, motion alert lights around it. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, you are intruding on the Amber Temple. Oh, boy. Well, hey. I swear to God. No fucking way. At least now we get to find out where this temple is, guys. <laughs> I don't know. We're we going to find out something. We might die for the F. Wow. That was cool, y'all. It's flashes of color and light of the gem that you threw into the fire swirling around you until suddenly you all land in a heap on a stone floor. The first thing that you notice, it's freezing below zero. You're in a, uh, it's a bare stone floor, a really Spartan room. There's a couple like dilapidated chests, maybe a couple of like rotted bookcases. A rusted iron ladder bolted to the floor and ceiling leads up to a trap door on the, on the ceiling. Mounted above a, above a stone hearth is a dire wolf's head. The wind coming down the chimney howls in its stead. 
Okay. Where the fuck are we? That's like not a bad sign. Is there a fire in going? No. Okay. But, uh, Dr- uh, Drogar will. Is there any wood or anything in the hurt in the fire? There's nothing. The place looks abandoned. There's like piles of snow and ice in the corners. No one's been here in a long, long time. Surely we're on top of a mount- one of the mountains. It's it freezing. So we need Everybody gather around. Everybody come together. Where the fuck are we? I was really hoping you would know. Okay. He goes over to one of the windows um, and staring out. Oh, oh boy. Come, come. You move over to one of the windows and you look out on just a vast expanse of mountain and uh, and snow. Oh, God. Looking around at your surroundings, you're in some kind of fortification set into a thin, narrow pass against the side of the mountain. This this fortification inside into a mountain on this... Can we see sheer anything? Sheer cliff going up on the left, sheer cliff going down on the right. Can we see anything, any, as we look out the window, like settlements? Can we make out anything? Give me a perception check. I'm going to do that too. I have, yeah, I have, I'll I have eagle sight, so if it's, within a, if, if it's within a mile, I should be able to see it without difficulty. 10. 17. 19. 22. Okay. Drogar. Through chattering teeth. To the west, you think you can just barely make out the bald head of Yester Hill. Okay. Everything else is just too far off and vanishes in the snow and wind. I think that over there, correct me if I'm wrong, Kaz, doesn't that look like Yester Hill? Yeah, I go up and I try to get a closer look. Uh, The bald area over there, the hill, yes? Yes, I think so. Uh, off to the west, that would mean we are somewhere on Mount Gakis. Mount Ga- Mount Gakis. Is this the one? Isn't this the one that Charlie lives on? Is this where Charlie? No, That's he lives Baratok. on Mount Baratok. That's Baratok. Uh, What's Gakis? Gakis? Gakis, we think, is where the Amber Temple might be. And we also. Oh think, God! Don't, don't we also think that this is where this is where Arkenvost was? No, that was Arkenvost Holt. Argonvost Holt. Okay. This is a brain of mine. This is what he used to I know that we've heard and said the name Mount Gakkas a lot. And right, I roll to rack my brain for anything um, that we have come across that would be here. Sure. Roll to rack your brain. This is brain. something Sweetie made up. Roll to rack her roll brain. Roll to rack this your is brain. Rack and roll. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I did not rack my brain very good. Four. Uh, you're, fr- uh, you're freezing, Winnie, because you were all just submerged in water, and now it's below freezing. So oh. with how small you are, Winnie, you can't really think of anything. You're just chattering. Does everybody have a Does everybody have a torch in their pack? I think so. You do. I think I do. Yeah. I do. And I do. I have I have uh, ten torches and a tinderbox. So Drogar will actually ask. He'll like be like, "Give me some of your torches, quick, quick." She's just like hands the bundle of the torches. Over, yeah. Give me the torches. And he goes to the fireplace. He puts them in, and he casts burning hands. Sure. Uh, great. Yeah. Um, they alight, and yeah, there's a little. Yeah, you have this sort of makeshift campfire with yeah. a bunch of torches pushed together. And Drogar will like kind of sit down next to it, and he kind of puts Winnie in between it, like in between mm-hmm. his crisscross applesauce legs, mm-hmm. and like kind of guards her, and just goes. <laughs> and is like stoking the fire to get it like while you are yeah while you're doing this looking out the window starting up the fire meanwhile a meal also kind of like crash landed down oh, here right. oh, uh, and is still yeah. uh, still not moving so that's our first um, and Zu- but Zuleika still in wolf form like pulls him up over against one of the, and like leans him up sitting up against one of the walls and like keeps lifting his head with her huge wolfy hands but every time she does and lets go his head just drops again I'm gonna run over to him and I'm gonna take the uh, Academy of the Twilight Matron acolyte robe out of my bag and I'm gonna like wrap that around him. Mm-hmm. Um, you do so, yeah. You scurry over and she turns her big head around to look at you coming over and she just. <laughs> right, right, when you sit by the fire, let me. Let me take a look. Yeah, I, I want to help. I want to help. Artie would like pull him back and like look at Kaz and be like, do you know anything with drowned victims? Maybe. Uh, you, she's she a sailor. Yeah, yeah, she was a sailor, so maybe. Give me a medicine check. Sure. Come on. Yeah. I don't right. know why I threw some weird accent in that statement. I liked it. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know anything about drowned victims? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that yeah. was. 
That was my cold voice. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I get a little, little that's, uh, that's 12. Uh, yeah, so Kaz, there were a number of times where sailors would go overboard and you knew like a really like rough shot way to try and get air out of, at least get air out of their lungs. Sure. You know, uh, so it just like, you know, like, staying alive, staying alive. Oh, you can't tell by the way I go with my walk, I'm a man. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, Kaz, you move over and rem- trying to remember the, 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 the exact mechanics of this and yeah, you move to a meal and, and Zuleika again, it's just kind of standing there with her leg tucked between her, her tail tucked between her legs, uh, just looking at you. Yeah, I think I think she has, I don't know, some rudimentary medieval fantasy version of CPR that's mm-hmm. like a mix of chest compressions and like Heimlich-type punches to the stomach. All right, yeah, you want to try it? Give me another medicine check. Okay. Guidance. <laughs> Jorgar could really use some guidance on this. Jorgar will do one better. Jorgar will come over to you and and will, as you're doing this, he's going to he's going to put a hand on you and he's going to wait for the push. And on the push, he's going to cast cure wounds. So oh. like it's good. Oh, I'm imagining it's almost like defibrillation, right? So you're like you're like pressing to get it going, and he's like on the last Clear. one, he's like he like sends the 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 holy energy like into Emil as you. Yeah. Essentially. Cool. So I'll, I'll roll for the sake of fucking rolling. And guidance is a cantrip, so guidance. Yeah, sweet. <gasps> okay, not okay. Well, uh, that's a, uh, a an 11, I think, again. Yeah. Which 11? 11. Great. Yeah. With... So, yeah. Well, d- d- <laughs> how's it happen? <laughs> All right. I, so I think, yeah, yeah she's <laughs> seven. Don't you die healing. on me, you son of a bitch. Wham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's like, she's doing Wait, these. No, <laughs> she's doing these, like, kind of chest compressions. She gives a mouth to mouth. And uh, oh, yeah. and like she she like b- blows a bunch of air into his into his mouth and like comes back and like <laughs> like this font of blood yeah. Like, follows yeah, her. yeah, and yeah, you kinda of pull away and like maybe a moment you're all just sitting there in kind of the quiet of the cold for just like watching intently. <coughs> he chokes up this like sort of gout of water and again like leans back and you see, you know, just the the flicker of the the uh the makeshift fire kind of flickering on on his wet cheeks and he like slowly opens his eyes around and looks around at all of you and Suleika kind of like pads forward and as she does so transforming back into her her human form uh just kind of coming to rest putting a hand on his chest and one on his cheek she says Emil Emil you're all right tell me you're all right please please Zuleika Zuleika but that gone to the hunting grounds of our ancestors to see such a vision it's, it's me it's me it, 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 it's me. I, I got you out of there. You're okay. You're okay. What? Where? Where are we? Who are you? Hi. Um. Good job, guys. Good job. Thanks. I'm Winnie. These are my friends. We went with Suleika to to help find you. They're all hiding me. They 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 helped us. They they helped me break into the castle to break you free. You stormed the castle for me. You're one fine woman, Zelenka. But uh, why ever? How much use can I be to know to you now? I've lost my place in the pack. I'm as good as... I lost my strength, sapped out of me in that dark place. And now this... Oh, it's so cold. Well, let's tackle one thing at a time, shall we? And Drogar will touch him and do the cure wounds on him. So he gets mm-hmm. eight points of healing back. Yeah. And then he'll he'll slowly move him with Zuleika. Come, sit by the fire. In fact, everyone shed the wet clothes. We don't want to get sick while we're out here. I don't. I don't think we can stay here for too long. We'll we'll freeze to death. True, but while we devise a plan, Dimitri. You might want to get on that. While we devise a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Maya. While we devise a plan, let us... Can anyone else in here fly? No? Dimitri? That's what I thought. Let's all gather by the fireplace and uh, try to keep as warm as we can, especially for Emil, mm-hmm. being so beaten down as he is, mm-hmm. and I, so mm-hmm. cold of blood. Yeah, so you kind of gather around the the forest fire, all huddling together in the frigid cold. These just like yeah. it's just open stone windows surrounding this place, so the freezing oh, wind is just open. just cutting through. Yeah, it's freezing. And I imagine. I imagine that is it stone? Yeah. 
Is there like anything laying around that we can like kind of block the windows up a little bit? I was gonna say yeah. Like if the wind is coming from a certain direction, I want to just like put. I want to because I have a bedroll with me. I just want to like kind of sling one over the window. Whichever whichever like, window the most wind is coming in through. Yeah. Use some like old furniture in there. Yeah, you can try. I don't think you. Yeah, give me a just give me an athletics anything. check. Yeah, both just, the two of you. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen. I fucking need new dice. <laughs> fucking it's all good, baby. What you got? Jesus, Six. Tyler. Six. Six? Yeah, it's, there's just not enough furniture in to completely block up the doors, but you kind of try and stop up the ones that are closest to you. It maybe helps a little bit, but it's pretty negative. I think, I, I think in this stone hearth, I think I actually put Winnie inside of the, like on the inside wall of it, because that's how cold it is. Mm. That, like, even even though she's like that far away from the fire, barely even feel it. Yeah, it's still not doing that much. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I like put her in, and I'm like, stay here, stay away from the windows. Yeah. You'll freeze to death. I take off my shoes and socks, and I'm just like holding my toes like by the fire, <laughs> and I think that it's uh, all the little sticky up pieces of my hair like frozen. frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. has got icicles coming from his nose. If Zuleika just detransformed, I'm gonna make sure she's covered with the acolyte like, uh-huh. robe because she's also gonna freeze. Yeah, yeah. She barely even seems to notice, but mm-hmm. yeah, as you go to do, you kind of pull it up over, but she's fixated on a meal. Uh, she says. <sighs> It'll be all right, my love. Now that you're free, we, we'll challenge Akira. We'll take back the pack. It'll all be all right. You'll see. Oh, No, I am sorry to disappoint you, but my time as pack leader is through. I cannot hear her call anymore. Her howl. More than that, she's abandoned me. Due in part, no doubt, to my weakness. My time as leader of that pack is through. I am sorry, but I cannot help you. We can try and find a place for you if you can't go back there. I mean... I don't understand that you would abandon the pups that remain. It's not my place to say anymore. How could you say that, Emu? How could you? We just went through all that trouble of almost dying, drowning in a heap of rotten flesh to get you out of there. What are you saying? Like, I'm sorry, but you don't know what it was like in there. I'm not strong anymore. I'm not how I was. I... I Collard, like uh, you're talking about all the fights going out of me. I'm broken. I can't go. I can't fight. I can't lead. I doubt I could even look after those pops. What I'm no good to anyone. Did did Strahd do something? No. Who did you see down there? I can't. Don't make me go back. It would just help us to know anything that. Can you not transform anymore? I do not even know if I will be permitted to take. My wolf form. I cannot hear the word of Mother Nard any longer. I'm lost. A wanderer. My time has passed. She's moved on and left me to rot. Well, perhaps you were just out of earshot. And Drogar will pull from our pack the uncursed symbol of Mother Night and will drape it around his neck. I see in your eyes that you came looking for an ally, but what am I to do? Try. I cannot fight him. I, ca- I cannot defeat him in a vote. Vo- I've already lost one. And there will be none left in the pack who, who will answer my howl. Oh, that's okay, Emil. That, uh, uh, they'll fight with you. They'll join you in the crawl, won't you? Won't you? That's why we're here. Yeah. We don't, we don't need you to be anything else. Just show up as you are. We'll be there, too. Are you allowed in the Vukrar to name a champion? Fight with Pack. Whoever will support your flanks. Well, we got you. Then we will be your Pack. Do that for me. Yeah. You don't even know me. We do it for the greater good. We do it for the pups. And for the fact that we know you don't align with Strahd. Perhaps you haven't heard down in that dungeon, but... We're the ones that are going to bring him down. Is that right? Oh, oh. You turn. Leaning up against one of the walls as the wind howls around you. Fuck. I'm just a diamond. Fuck me. 
He actually, you know, he climbs up through one of the windows. Jesus. <laughs> you see one hand, and he just like gently rests, and he just kind of like raises himself up and steps in through the window. Well, 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 we have been busy, haven't we? You all, I must say, have put on one hail of a display. Why do you got what? Fetching armor. Wherever did you get it? Brilliant, beautiful, shining elk gave it to me. Hey, he said I had big shoes to fill. Hmm? Big words, too. Funny, I once knew someone who had armor like that, very similar. Uncanny, really. Gosh, I must say, you have outdone my expectations. Breaking into my very own castle. <laughs> I do not see it coming, I must admit. Brave of you. Impotent. Stupid. Foolhardy. But brave. Funny you thought you could come in without my knowing. Nothing to say. I don't suppose you have any firewood with you, do you? What was it that gave us away? Was it the tidal wave in your basement? Or the teleporter? I'm so glad you asked, Drogar. Not that it concerns you. But, as it has come to pass, I have been keeping an eye on all of you. Is that a joke? Is this another fucking riddle? Because I will run this spear right through you. Oh, it's a joke, Kesley. A big one. I dislike jokes almost as much as I dislike riddles. I know, Kesley, but something tells me that this one will find just the apple of your eye. And he pulls out a necklace from beneath his cloak. A small glass vial with a single green eye inside. Oh, Winnie got it first. Shame on all of you. Drogar turns and looks at his pauldron and sees the little bat. Pasha climbs out, looking up at you. Oh, it's all right. You stay right there. Is it all right, Drogar? Is it okay? Can you promise the little one that it will be fine? Do you think it's going to be fine? Droga, do you think you're going to be fine? Droga? I know not what comes for me in the future, but I know one thing is for sure. And what is that? You will answer for all of this. But of course you are so confident with such resplendent armor. I bet that armor could block the thunderbolt of a god, huh? No, is it any wonder he's so confident? In fact, I am beginning to think, Drogar, that you're not afraid of me. Are you afraid of me? No. No, I don't think you are. I see it in your eyes. There is no fear there. And so I wonder, Drogar, where does your fear live? Hmm? Where or where does your fear live? Here. No. Much too strong and broad is Kesley. No, no, no. That is not where your fear resides. She can take care of herself. Look at her. They're over here. The forest ranger. Do you have a soft spot for the wanderer in the woods, Drogar? <laughs> where? Oh, where, Drogar, if it's not over there? It's not over here. Where, oh, where? Hi, Winnie. You look tired. How are you feeling? Fine. Oh, good. You know, I must say, I am particularly Impressed by you, young one. Such resilience you have shown. Get your hands oh. I'll ask you again. Are you afraid of me? Well, I'm waiting. I think it's time for you to leave. No, I don't think I will. Because you see, the funny thing is, in this valley, I am in control. Not you. Or you. We've had our little fun. Played our little games. I bring you here. You get to dance about playing the hero, saving the poor villagers from, ooh, big scary devil. But I think perhaps I have not been explicitly clear. While it is true, I have brought you here for my entertainment. I am beginning to believe that you are laboring under the false illusion that I was going to let you win. Drogar looks him dead in the eye and just smiles. Tell me, Strahd, man to man, was it worth it? Well, that's right. You took a peek in places you should not have been 
searching aventure. All of you know, a little secret. You think for one fucking second it brings you any closer to defeating me. I have left you to wander these lands in ignorance. I think for too long. Do you want me to show you what I own? What I bought? What I can do? I just want to know whether it was worth it. Let me show you. And you can be the judge. He like vanishes and reappears right behind Artemis. You feel his fingers enter, th sliding gracefully between two of your ribs, and you can feel his fingernails move through your body and just stop at the edge of your lung. And then oh, he rips his hand back out. Ah! Imagine he just drops to his foot. You are gonna take, you are gonna take 15 points of piercing damage, and you are gonna take 20 points of necrotic damage. Oh. He just sticks that claw in and rakes it back out. You see now, you begin to understand my power. Or do you need another demonstration? Chogar. Too long! He moves to Kaz. Kaz, again, you feel this time a fist instead of a claw. Connect with one of your kidneys. You are gonna take... Can I enter a rage? You may. I think I entered a rage the moment he attacked Artie. You may. You are gonna take nine points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you are gonna take eight points of necrotic damage as boom, he just like lands a jab right into your kidney and again uh uh and in fact give me a uh give me a constitution saving throw 18. great yeah you you feel it you can feel like the wind like rush out of you but you manage to like keep your footing but all of like you know when you get the wind knocked out of you in a really bad way it's just yeah. like it's it's like someone hit you with a war hammer right in the ribs yeah uh yeah, and he's just like, like, you know what I mean? He moves so fast, the eye can't even track. Uh, he just like keeps rushing up right behind everybody and then zooming back. What do you think, Drogar? Does that seem worth it to you? A burst of light shoots from his chest. 20 points of healing, 15 points of healing. Kaz takes out the blood spear. I think, I think already like on the ground goes, I think you made your point. Oh, I don't think so. I tend to disagree. Yeah. I let you pick before. You want us here for entertainment? Well, we're fucked right now. Why don't you laugh while we try to get fucking out of this place? Give me a persuasion check. Jorgar <laughs> <laughs> will step in front of Winnie in just a hand, like. That is a dirty 20. Uh, dirty, tw dirty 20? Dirty 20. 16 on the die, three on the d4, and plus one for persuasion. I don't think so. I'll let you limp out of here, but I think I need to buckle a few knees first. It's high time you heroes learned your place. Please roll for initiative. Okay. girls. Oh, sorry, Abby. It looks like you can't sit with us. On Wednesdays, we accessorize based on the book we're reading. Yeah, I'm reading Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, so I'm wearing secondhand jeans. And I'm reading Moby Dick, so I've got this wailing harpoon. Sorry, Abby. Come back when you're more on brand. Actually, Megan, I've got this playmat and dice tray based on the art from Eamon, Queen of the Flightless Dragons by Martha Carr. Whoa! Whoa! Where did you get those. You want to trade for my pants? Don't worry. Martha Carr is running a Kickstarter campaign for the month of August so you can get your own. They're the perfect accessories for fans of tabletop games and fantasy novels alike. Wow, sounds like a whale of a time. Get it? Because I have a harpoon. Okay, now you can't sit with us. This summer, find your favorite playmats and dice trays with art featuring your favorite taco truck owning, dragon riding, demon slaying heroes. The Kickstarter campaign begins August 14th. Find the link in the episode description. Um, okay, initiatives please. Artemis. 15. Drogar. 19. Cass. 18. Winnie. 17. <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> I'm very upset. <laughs> I know I said I wasn't afraid! <laughs> I lied! <laughs>
<laughs> fucking told him that, Drogar. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's dance, motherfucker. Let me make it explicitly clear. Um, You've made it clear enough. I'm mad. Let's fucking go. It's Kaz. I'm raging. She can't help herself. I regret that as I say that. Kay is like, what the fuck are you doing? And Kaz is like, what? What did you want me to do? What? I'm raging. I'm a barbarian. You made me. You made me like this, mom. Leave me alone, mom. <laughs> okay. I guess. Raking with claws against your side for a dirty 20 to hit. A hit, yeah. Uh-huh. You are going to take 12 points of slashing damage. So six. And... 11 points of necrotic damage. And he, he, he like, like whips around and again, like rakes, rakes across, leaving deep gashes in your belly and then whirls too fast to see. And his claws like come within an inch of your throat, like right at your artery. And he goes, oh, let's be sporting. Drogar, you're up. Drogar casts Blade Ward on himself. Okay. With one action. So these Volandrils fan out from him and just create this like circle and they're spinning around. And then you lock. And out of the ground comes Valandril, and it goes right to him. Okay. No, it's not gonna do it. It swings and misses wildly. Yeah, you send out your spiritual weapon. Uh, give me a wisdom saving throw, Jogar. Jeez. Uh, that is a uh, 24. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, you send out your 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 weapon, but he but he manages to like even though he's like right up on Kaz, he just kind of like ducks back and it whir- it whirls yeah. by. And he's like, you must do better than that, Drogar. Uh, he is gonna go again. He is going to this time whoosh whip over to Artemis. He is going to uh, that is a twenty five to hit. Yeah, that fucking hits. You are gonna take. You can draw. He hits me as hard as you did last time. Eleven points of slashing. 18 points of necrotic. And this time, give me a constitution saving throw, Artemis. Cracked. That's correct. Yes. Okay. 20. Dirty 20. Okay, great. Yeah. For his first one, he kind of like comes up. He like just like appears in front of you and he like boxes your ears on that first one, right? And so your head is kind of dislocated and he goes to like try to grab your throat uh, and like trying to, you feel him trying to pick you up, but you manage even your discombobulated state. How do you stop him from? He's like, he's trying to like pick you up and slam you. What do you do? I think I just like double swat at his wrist, like bring my fist down on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, great. Wendy. I'm gonna cast Beacon of Hope. Um, so uh, as I stand there, I'm just like gonna send my hands down and eraser dust cascades across the floor and wraps up Artie and wraps up Drogar and wraps up Kaz and all I can, any number of creatures within range. Zuleika, Emil, Pasha, mm-hmm. um, and ringing through this room for a second, you hear Irina's voice saying, little sister. And you all get uh, advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. Great. Okay. You regain the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing spells. Great. Nice. That's cool. That's great. Uh-huh. Okay. Anything that, else, Winnie? That's it. Okay. He's going to strike again. On who? Winnie. Oh, no. With a dirty 20 to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He whips over to you, Winnie, and he like sweeps underneath your legs so they just go completely out from under you. And he shoots an arm out, he grabs you by the scruff of your collar and hikes you out and just throws you and you slam into the wall. You are gonna take uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage. What do we say? Drogar, there's a little bit of fear bubbling up in your blood now. She slams into the wall and just like slides down and he, whoosh, again, just whipping over and he just stands over her. And he like puts one arm up against, she's like crumpled on the floor here. And he puts one arm against the wall. What do we think, huh? Back to the Artemis, you're up. Ari's looking fucking rough. At this point, he thinks he's dying. He sees death. Like he's taken 35 points of necrotic damage already. Uh-huh. So he kind of stands up and just like, yeah, I was like, Strahd! He's like, you end this with me! And he just rips fucking, casts Hunter's Mark and rips two shots. Send it away, send it away. Oh, fuck. 
Okay, first one is a 27 to hit. Uh, uh yes, that'll hit. Okay. <laughs> and at first I was like, wait, what the? I really didn't like how you thought about that. And that where we'll close the campaign. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Uh, 11 points of damage, another shot, 25 to hit. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, 15 points of damage. Mm-hmm. So he's over here taunting Drogar and then <laughs> they just land in his chest and he's just like, so boring. Uh, anything else, Artemis? I'll tell Sasha, I'll give her like one look and just go protect Winnie. Okay. And uh, yeah, Sasha knows that might be the final order I give her kind of thing. Free action, Drogar will yell, close the space! And and like kind of get ready to move in on stride where he's at with winning. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's gonna be Dimitri. So Dimitri is still oh, here and he's got, God, if looks could kill, he's <laughs> looking at Strahd. No, we need it last. Who killed my uncle? What? Who are you? I can't throw, I'm so sorry. I feel like we have met. You fucking killed my uncle! And he claps his hands together and as he brings them up, uh, apart, a glistening shadowy sword takes place between his outstretched palms. The shape of the blade and handle is like flowing ethereal shadow, but the edge of the blade is like a shimmering silvery moonbeam that kind of like just shines below the shadowy surface of the rest okay, of the blade. Okay, season two, Dimitri. And he grabs it and he charges towards Strahd. And he takes a wild swing. It's not gonna be enough. He like charges and now you do look familiar. And as Dimitri comes, he like just grabs him by the wrist. You look awfully familiar. I'm just not really not a face person. And he just like slams Dimitri right in the chest. And he just drops to his knees. Uh, Drogar, you're up. Drogar takes two steps forward in, and Drogar will put his hands together and will guiding bolt at like point blank. Okay. That's Strahd. Go ahead. That's what I found. No, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> That's a 26 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. That's fucking nine points of damage. Uh, roll a wisdom saving throw, Drogar. Adva- uh, at a, you get something. Hold on. Was it a D4? Advantage. With advantage. Uh, that's a 21. Okay, talk about it. So it, it's not as powerful as he wants, but the guiding bolt, like, he just goes, and he, and he puts his hands on Strahd's chest and just gives a pump of this radiant energy. Oh, that's energy. great. Yeah, as he's fucking with Dimitri. Yeah, run up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. And, and like, as Strahd turns his head, all he sees Drogar doing is, and out of the other side, like, on, like where Dimitri is, the mace just goes, and comes great. to hit Go him on the opposite swing. Ah, uh, that's a 15. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he's like fucking with Dimitri and you come up and you, so you do, you send him back and he like collides with the wall behind him. Yeah. Just looks down at his chest where it's like a, this little bit of a, uh, where your, your bolt impacted, like a li- like uh, his clothes are a little scorched. Yeah. I just had this made. Uh, anything else, Drogar? That's it for me. Okay. Uh, he is going to rush forward again. This... Time. Yeah, back to you, Artemis. He, uh, Warcaster, Guiding Bolt. He moves out of my point of range. Yeah. And I cast the Guiding Bolt Go out of him. Come on, come Go on. Go for it. Go for it. Uh, dirty 20. Uh-huh. Don't fucking fail. Now we're talking. 19 points of radiant damage on the Guiding Bolt. A 19 points? Yeah. Okay, great. Great, That's great, That's my great. last second level spell. But as he, like, I like hit him with that and he's like. And then he like, you yeah, know, and, like, he does and, and, and like, I just, I like, I feel him behind me. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, almost like, 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 like a fucking Hadouken. Like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. another Guiding Bolt and it just hits him before he can get to Artemis. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you throw it out and he like, he like, again, vanishes and he looks like he's j- right to bring a, a claw down on Artemis, but then, yeah, it just slams into him. I thought you wanted to play, Strahd! Uh, he rushes at you, Drogar. No, that's not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah that's not gonna do it. That's not gonna go, he like shoots a hand forward, he's going right for your fucking heart. Yeah. But the armor stops it, yes. you know what I mean? And his, I feel like maybe his nails crack. Like, yes, where they yes, would go yes. through, like just his fingernails, like. Kaz, you're up. Okay. Um, 
Okay, okay. Kaz has a lot of things she wants to do, but right now she feels like he's too strong for her to really do them. So she's going to just uh, just do, right now, two attacks with the Blood Spear of Kaban. Okay. Right. Uh, so the first one, she is raging. Oh boy. 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Yes. Jeez. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> he's warning guy, won't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 12 damage. 12 piercing. Okay. And then attack number two. 18. To hit? Yes. Yes, okay. Great. Max damage. Uh, 15. Hey! 15? Yeah. Okay, wow. All right, great. Anything else, Kaz? He's too mad to summon words. <laughs> yeah, so he like shoots forward. He's, he tries to like hit Nail Drogo right in the heart. And in that moment where he's just like standing a little like awestruck at his hand for a second, you rush forward, Kaz, and get two good ones right into him. Talk it out. That's what she says. She yeah. goes, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like practically foaming at the mouth. Okay, anything else, Cass? Nope. Winnie, you're up. All right, is he still kind of in this corner with me or he's flashing he's around? Fucking flash. He's fucking flashing. He's rushing around, around the okay. room. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna go up to where he is, look up at him, mm -hmm. and then turn back to everybody and do Bomb of Peace. Okay, okay. I'm gonna look at him and be like, no. And then I'm gonna make the Whoa. round. Bomb of peace, every single body who needs it. Um, I feel like she moves in like almost like the flash when she does that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like she like puts yeah, her hands like back. Yeah, like that scene in Justice League. And she yeah. just flies in between everybody, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and like this radiant shimmering is like following yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's Fry after his 300th cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Do you nice. I roll separately the healing for Each everybody? one for, yeah, okay. it's different All right, for so um, Kaz, take 12, Artie, 11, Drogar. Back to max. Take nine. Nineteen. Dimitri. Mm -hmm. Twelve. Emil. Mm -hmm. Fourteen. Mm -hmm. Anybody else down? Sasha. No. Sasha. Take fifteen for Sasha. Yes. That's five. Is that, that's everybody. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm gonna like go stand next to Strahd and look at him again, and I'm gonna look over at Artie, and healing word. Okay. Great. Just to let you know, I'm at max health. You're at max? Yes, max of 19. I'm at max. Night! Oh, because necrotic damage. Yes. You're taking a lot of necrotic damage. Okay. Necrotic. What about um, Sasha? Sasha at max? Pretty much. She's two points down. All right. Whew. Then I will. Um, Dimitri. Dimitri then, probably took a ton of damage. Uh, Dimitri was still down? He, he wasn't down. Or no, for, did like, he down use more healing? Uh, sure, yeah. Twirling my hair so hard right now. Uh -huh. um, Dimitri takes seven back. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you, uh, what's it like? I'm not playing his game. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm here for. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm just making a point to be like, no, I'm gonna keep doing my job. That's it. I'm gonna keep doing my job. And so, as I'm like, as I'm making the rounds, and there's like, I'm just trying to focus, because also I'm, I've, I've, I feel like, you know, Ellie in winter. She's never been put in this situation before where she's just like victimized in this way. And I, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just gonna keep my head down and keep taking care of people because that's what the way Warden mm -hmm. told me to do. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's just like eraser dust swirling around everybody. And then I'm just gonna come to land like right next to Drogar and I'm gonna reach up and I'm gonna hold his hand. <laughs> okay. Yes. Anything else? That's it. Yes! Uh, Artie, you're up. Drogar sticks oh, out a little Jesus. big dragon pinky for her to hold on to. No. Behind his behind his shield arm, he's just like, mm -hmm. very good little one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna rip two more shots off. Twenty-one. Uh huh. Fourteen. Mm hmm. Okay. Another shot. Ah, uh, yeah, that's not gonna do. Isn't that uh, the dice you threw before? Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, that was a fourteen. Give me that. No, it's fine. I'll put it over here. It's fine. <laughs> How many channel divinities we get? Two per long rest. Two per long rest. Yes. Uh, so the second one was 14 to hit. Great. Yeah. So you fire off another couple of rounds. One gets him. The other one is soaring like right towards his eye. And then he just, and he looks at you and he holds it in his hand and he snaps the arrow. What a dick. Wait, was that my magical arrow? I don't know. Was it? Like, yeah, because that's the arrow I've been shooting. Yeah. It was the second one you shot. Uh-oh. If that was it. Your returning arrow? 
That was that was that was a grave and dug entirely by you. I mean, that's the only arrow I've been shooting because I haven't. Yeah, that's not a grave dug by him. That's the fact that he destroyed oh, the, the arrow. Okay, I bought it's a magical returning arrow. I yeah, see. so he shoots it, it comes back, and he shoots it again. I yes, see. I see. Uh huh. Yeah, he takes it in his hand and just snaps it. Don't you ever once just want to grovel for your fucking lives? <laughs> He's gonna come at you, Artemis. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh no, he crit. Oh god. Do you have inspiration? No, nope. I got death though. You got advantage. Everybody has advantage on death saving throws, throws. And, throws, and you get maximum healing. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah, wait a second. Wait a second. Do I get maximum healing from Beacon of Hope with my Bomb of Peace? Yes. All healing is maximum. Oh yeah. Everybody should be at max. Yeah. Everybody. Oh should be at yeah. Good should be at max. What was I'm at max? Max, max. max yeah. is sixteen. Okay. So that's. Hang tight. Hang, hang in there. Okay. To let you know, I'm, I have 19 health. <laughs> well, from the... That, that's his max. Max is now Because of all the necrotic. Because of the necrotic. Because of all the necrotic. Okay, so that's going to be 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Okay, and it's so gonna be, very unconscious. And then another 32 points oh of God. necrotic damage. You're dead. Instant death. Oh my God, you're right. I think you, uh, I don't. No, 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 okay, so when you're reduced to zero hit points, and then the remaining damage exceeds your hit point. Um, but does necrotic factor into that? Is it his hit point maximum without necrotic? Or is it with necrotic? It does. So your hit point maximum. It doesn't exceed well, his so maximum. Even, even if I took no damage from that shot, the necrotic damage you said was 32. Because his max hit points were 19. 19. Right. Minus thir- 19 from 30 would yeah, bring you to more. what? He took like 60, 11. No, he took like 60 something damage because of a because cr- of the crit. And so if you so it gets him to zero, you take even if you took t- 30 off the total, his max hit points because of the necrotic damage is currently 19. You've really put me in an uncomfortable position, you all. I didn't want it to be like this, but you come to my home, make mockery of my rule, kill my allies, despoil my land. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? He puts his hand straight through your torso, Artemis. You just see his arm emerge from his back, and he lifts you up, Artemis, on his arm, and you all watch as Artemis, like, maybe you, like, clasp your arms around his bicep. His eyes just go wide and just... This is what happens to heroes in Barovia. He just disembowels. I Artemis. Think, I think Sasha then just loses her mind and attacks. Either that or she would run away. What do you think now, Drogon? Are we scared yet? How about the rest of you? Or do you still feel like heroes? Shut up! Shut up! And I'm just gonna charge him and try and jump on him and punch his fucking face. Okay, go ahead. Roll the hit. We've left it all behind. No, we've left initiative behind now. 25! Yeah, okay. Roll damage. It'll be one plus your strength score. If you're really if you're really trying to punch him in the face. I'm just trying to punch him in the face. I do two damage. Yeah, you like I'm leap. just trying to leap on him like a spider monkey and get him down on the ground and punch his face like the other girls used to beat the shit out of me at school. And I just wanna punch his fucking face in. Yeah, you like jump and you like scramble up, climb up his clothes and you like have one hand on his shoulder and your other is just mercilessly like, Ugh! and he's just like, he just isn't even reacting. You know, your, your, your hand falls against his cheek. <laughs> I know this must be terribly upsetting for you, Winnie, but would you please be a good little girl and sit down? He's gonna, okay. Okay, Kaz has a thing. Go for it. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, but in the meantime, Campbell, uh, give me an athletic, uh, uh, athletics or acrobatics. 17. Not enough. He grabs you around the throat and just <laughs> slams you so hard into the floor that it cracks underneath you. And you are going to take 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Anybody else? Just like Winnie a second ago, where everything is just like slowed and calm, I think Kaz gets so angry that she like 
pew, transcends another level of consciousness. The world is like slow motion around her. She very calmly takes the blood spear and just like drops it on the ground in front of, ground behind her, like in the corner by the wall, grabs one of her wooden javelins, snaps it over her knee. Mm-hmm. And while you are on his face, mm-hmm. runs and like, no, right after you smash, he smashes you onto the ground, leaps on his back and tries to drive it into his heart from yes. the back. Yeah, roll the hit. 28. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm just gonna give this the javel- I'm gonna give it the javelin damage. Nine damage. Nine points? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And can we say the second attack takes the grapple action? So she does all of that, she tries sure. to drive it into him, yeah, and then yeah, has yeah. like an arm around him after he has slammed Winnie down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, yeah, you do so, yeah. He so he slams Winnie down, and then you just leap on and plunge this, uh, this shattered javelin fucking uh, through his heart, and he goes, Aah! So right in his ear, she goes, you know what, Strahd? I am scared of you. I'm fucking terrified. But you know the funny thing about fear? It makes me really fucking angry! So who's afraid now? Oh, it will be you again soon, Catleotro! I have reached the end of my patience! And he sprints up to Dro or up to up to, to Strahd uh-huh. and he grabs him by the back of the neck. Yeah. And he goes, I have an eye too. <gasps> and he's gonna rip. One of his eyes. Oh, you try and take out Strahd's eye? One of, yeah, I'm gonna try to grab his fucking eye and rip it the fuck out. Okay, yeah, roll to hit. Uh, so that we're gonna come this like an unarmed strike. I don't, are you, prof- I don't think you're proficient. Uh, so I am, it's- I'm proficient in, in unarmed, like any, any, I think I'm proficient in just about any, let me see. Uh, it, doesn't it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Yeah, roll the hit, roll the hit, roll the hit. It's a 20. How's it happen? Yeah, I think it's just that. I think I think Drogar comes running up, and I think he got too cocky, and with Kaz grappled and the spear in him, and he's like, "You've reached the end of my." And Drogar just grabs him by the back of the neck and just goes and rips one of his eyes out, pushes him back. This was so fucking lucky that I've already made my point once today. Build this in mind. This is what happened to heroes in Barovia. Stand down before I have to return and teach you a lesson again. And he lifts up his cape and just out the window and vanishes. And there's nothing left but the cold sound of the wind. And Jura rushes over to the... rushes over to the top part of Artemis and just holds him and is just like no, 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 come on. There must be. Curse, curse these old bones of mine. And he's like searching around. He's like looking in his pockets. He's looking for anything that he might have. And he's trying, he's trying to conjure energy to bring him back. And he's trying and he just it like sputters. There's like no, there's not nothing's coming. He can't get he can't get it. He just he just holds the the head of Artemis and he just looks him at him and oh, I'm so sorry, old friend. Oh, I'm so sorry. You didn't deserve this. Wait, 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 wait. We can do something, right? And 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 I'm gonna cast cure wounds on him. Wait, 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 wait. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. I know. I all that. No. But you, 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 you are both healers, no? Clerics, there must be something you can do. I cast locate object on a diamond. Roll the one hundred. 64. Wait, 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 wait. Winnie, prepare the spell, hold on. And Jorgar starts to take off the armor. He takes off the armor, and he places it next to Artemis's body. And he takes Valandro, and he puts it on top of the armor, and he puts his hand on it, and he holds his hand out to Winnie, and he goes, perhaps it'll work. Uh, yeah, I'll just hold on to Jorgar's hand, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to cast from Vivify. My last spell, um, and I'm gonna, yeah, j- I'm gonna take the symbol of the Way Warden and hold it against Artie's chest, and I'm gonna say to the Way Warden, "You made me believe 
that you would not give me anything that I couldn't handle. And I cannot handle this. Come light, guide him, join him to get make it all. Okay. Oh, talking on my day, oh, wah, oh, te, oh, ardi, aradama, oh, ma, oh, te, oh, ardi, oh, wah. <laughs> Roll a d100. 75. Give me wisdom saving throw. Do I still get advantage from Beacon of Hope? Mm. 23. Artemis. Come with me, Tyler. Oh, Come with me. Oh my god. Kazle fell out of her rage into a state of exhaustion, stumbled backward and like slumped back against the wall and slid down to the floor where she is now like saying prayers to Grumsh. Mm-hmm. And they go, Kargark, this warrior died fighting. And his grudges will be avenged. Kark, Kark. Okay. That's not fair. You took your mic off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a seat. So you all sit there, crowded around Artemis, trying desperately to sacrifice this newly gained armor on the old mace. Perhaps we'll satisfy the condition for Revivify. And cast this spell, Winnie. But nothing meets you but the cold wind. Your fickle magics flutter and spurt, but in the oppressive wind and cold gathering around you, it's like trying to light a fire in a, in a snowstorm, and it just can't be maintained. I'm just gonna, I'm just shaking him. <sighs> Wake up, we're not done. So Kaz this whole time has been, I described while you were upstairs, but just she's been saying, prayers to Grumsh and she keeps saying that until finally she's able to like gather the strength to stand up and she goes to pick up the body um and I think seeing Winnie trying to shake him she'll just put a hand on her shoulder and just with like just stone cold face just says we should all be as lucky to die fighting like he did she knows a fire is not exactly likely in this place. I'm sorry, but friends, I don't like we can stay here. That doesn't stop her. She goes outside and she has that little half javelin and she's gonna try to dig a grave for him. <laughs> Give me that leg strength. Sugar will pull really close while she cries. And we'll, uh... 15. And almost like a little, almost like a small, like a, like a eight-year-old kid, he'll like pick her up as he stands and go, Dimitri, gather his positions, please. Close his eyes and say a prayer. Yes. So you go out. It's you try to start digging in this, but it's just solid rock. It's just mountainside. Even yeah. snow, like just some snow. You could, yeah, you could make a a, a, a place in the snow. It's deep. It's going to be like <laughs> like four feet deep. Yeah. And places up against the wall. She'll go as deep as she can. The whole time. Karkark, this warrior died fighting, and I will avenge his grudges. Karkark. I grab the top part of Artemis, and I cast Gentle Repose, and I put Winnie down next to the fire, and I essentially, I take his bow strap, and I strap it around him and around me, and I strap him to my back. And I'm gonna make sure that he gets buried. I'm gonna make sure he has a proper funeral. You wanna wrap him up? Yeah, Jorgar will take his purple cape that's been pretty uh, beaten and battered, and he unclasps it, and he wraps him up, and he takes another piece and he rips it off, and he wraps the head and the face, he closes the eyelids, he wraps, he closes the mouth, he wraps the face, and he straps him to his back. Where's Pasha? You don't know. What? Give me a perception check. 21. You look around for him, you can't see him at first, and then you just chance a glance out the window, and you see him at the outside, at the base of the tower, just standing in the snow. I'm gonna go crawl out the window to him. He's just standing there stock still, staring off, like, into the distance. You're, like, looking, you're looking at his back. 
He's just staring out. What do we do? I don't like this. I don't think we're doing enough. I don't feel good about this. I don't know any yet. I don't know there's much candy. I don't like that. We met so many people. There's so many powerful people. I don't like that. <laughs> come here, come inside. It's really cold. I can't, Winnie. Don't you understand? I can't be near you anymore. What do you mean? You heard what Strahd said. He can see everything I can. I don't care. But he'll always know where you are. I, 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 this is my fault. He only found us here because I was here. We teleported halfway across the valley and he still knew where we were because I was here. I can't. It's my fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I can't stay with you anymore. Yes, you can. No, you'll always know where you are no. and what you're doing, Winnie. It's not safe. No, I, it's not safe anyway. It's safer if you're here and I want you here. I can't. I, I can't. Yes, Pasha, please. I can't. I have to go. No, where are you going to go? I don't know. No, I know. I do not accept that. But if I stay with you, he'll just come again and he'll get hurt. We're gonna get hurt. Pasha, <laughs> I don't care. Please. Winnie. Please. I do. Please. Artie, he traveled so far to rescue you. Please stay with us. I'm sorry. No, Pasha. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry, no. Winnie. Pasha, no! He turns into a snowy owl. Drogar up in the tower. So I've wrapped everything up and uh, and I've strapped you to my back. Um, what's Sasha doing? I think she, she just jumped out a window and tore off through the woods. Like she, and you just, you, you know, she let out this just painful, painful roar and then just took off. Yeah, the last you catch her, you know, just bounding between uh, rocks up the mountainside. Jorgar will turn to Emil and to Zuleika. And he'll look at Emil and he'll go, He died for you. You and your lovely wife here are going to muster all the strength that is in that werewolf body of yours. And with our help, you are going to march into that den and you are going to rip that imposter's head from his shoulders. Do I make myself clear? Persuasion or intimidation, whatever you want to do. Guidance. Guidance. 17. I never thought I'd see anything like that in all my days. You really aim to do it. Kill the devil. But can you? Jogar reaches in his pouch pocket and pulls out the still staring eye of Strad von Zarovich. Did I burst into flames? Did I melt into a puddle? Did I get sent screaming to the Nine Hills? Or did I pluck out the bastard's eye? Fair point, Master Dragon. I, I'll fight with you. Wonderful. Now, he looks out the window toward Easter Hill, our best bit of sanctuaries with the berserkers. I have more numbers, and they can defend us, need be. I know you might not get along with them, so perhaps... What's the worst they can do is throw me back in a cell? It'll be more comfortable than the one you were in here. Uh, Dimitri steps up, he's like holding at his arm, I think his arm is broken. Yeah. Right? And he's just like, kind of like holding at it, and he comes up. We should be away, it's not safe here. Yes, to the berserkers, we'll, we'll get that fixed as soon as we get down there. As soon as we have time to rest, it will be painful for the moment, but you stared death right in the face, and despite the insurmountable odds that you would fail, you ran directly at it. It was as useless as last time. I went to what? Distracted him. Distracted him. He got cocky. Without you, Kaz would have never found the opening to stab him with his spear. I would have never found the opening to pluck his eye out. Let's keep moving. Think not on it. Let's go. And I think we head down 
out into the cold snow. Into the snow drift as the snow just whips. And I think we call it there. Broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. We get by with a little help from our patrons. Special thanks to our newest patron, Jesse Fail. Welcome to the party. Hey, Dungeoneers. If you are as devastated after listening to that episode as we were playing it, be sure to check out our upcoming episode of Goon Talk, our post-show podcast where we break down episodes of the Strahdcast after they air. We'll have the full cast of goons to talk about how things have unfolded and what it all means. Goon Talk is available for all our patrons, so come grieve with us. Thanks again for all your support, and take your day with advantage. My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts.